Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. If you don't know who I am, I'm Matt Banwart. I own Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, California. I've been coaching for 16 years and I've owned my gym for 11 years. Today we have Danny back on the podcast. Danny, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. <laughs> nice. Today, Danny and I are going to be discussing the top three overrated supplements and the top three underrated supplements. Um, let's dive, dive right in. Uh, Danny, why don't you start? All right, let's hit the first one. Uh, branch chain amino acids. 100%. Got That's on right? my list too. Okay, is that what you had? Yep. I like, this one is, uh, this one's super overrated in my mind. It's very market flooded in terms of where we're at for everyone. So I, I feel like... Branched amino acids it comes naturally from the foods that you eat. So eating a balanced diet of carbs, veggies, I'm sorry, carbs, fats, and proteins will get you the branched amino acids that you need. I think there's around like 20 or so branched chains that your body needs to build muscle mm-hmm. and recover. But what you're getting with these drinks or these supplements is not even, you're not even getting the, what you need in terms of the muscle building process. Right? Would you agree? I 100% agree. I think that branching amino acids is like, uh, what's a nice way to put this without, um, it's, I mean, if you're already eating a balanced diet is that you definitely don't need to be eating. I mean, you don't need to be intaking branching amino acids with it. It just ends up being redundant because I fell into this trap when I first started training and I thought that I I was sold on this via like other fitness people. And they were like, Oh, if you drink branching amino acids during your workout that you'll actually, you know, it'll help muscle recovery actually literally during your workout. And I believe that. And then now looking at the research, there is no conclusive evidence scientifically that shows that this is even effective. I mean, like five years ago, actually it could have been longer than that. It might've been like close to seven to 10. They started introducing branched amino acids into drinks, energy drinks, yeah. into waters, into things like that, because mm-hmm. it was such a, such an easily, easily accessible supplement. And then you can pitch it as like, well, now it's so good for you. It has recovery. Yeah. Right? It has amino acids. Amino acids kind of has that ring to it too. Yeah. It has like, oh, you're like, you can look up amino acids. Like, yeah, it's a building block of protein. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, oh, cool. But there's 21, 20 to 21, somewhere around there above that, that you have. Right. And what you, if you look at these drinks, right, that have them in there, they say, oh, we have these ratios of three to one. They have a ton of B complex or B vitamins. And the reason they do that is so they can limit the caffeine intake. And then they can still get the stimulus of like uh, your, your, the fill of the blood rushing and things like that. Yeah. Right. And overflowing the B complex actually has kind of been detriment to some people's like skincare, right? Lymphomic system, things yeah. like that. And not to mention branch chain amino acids are not cheap. Like if you buy like even just it in powdered form at a supplement store and you, and you mix it yourself, it's still pretty pricey relative. I think or you, you can, can just get protein powder or yeah. just eat a balanced diet. Yeah. I think you can get one from Costco. They make that BCA black one, like one's re- like black and red or black and green. Right. I think you can get it for like under 40 bucks really? for a giant one at Costco. But I mean, again, yeah, and that's what everyone looks at and they're going to go, well, that's a great deal. And I need this in my yeah. system. And it's like, you don't really need this. No. You honestly could just be eating a balanced diet, getting hydration. Some of the underrated supplements we'll bring up later will actually do more benefit in terms of building your muscle mass than this BCA stuff will. Yeah, absolutely. And I like what you said earlier before, uh, even when we we're discussing this before the podcast was you, you said it was like, Hey, it's like you're swimming and you're just dumping water on yourself while you're yeah. swimming. It's like, <laughs> Hey, go for a swim and I'm going to keep dumping buckets of water on top of you. Like, yeah. is that helping? No. Right. So it's, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily increase your capacity to recover or get gain muscle. And for the price point you're, they're giving it to you, it's almost like a scam in terms of where they're at with it. It, it really is. And this is the, the really sucky part about 
the fitness industry is that a lot of um, gurus or fitness influencers are going to push supplements on people. And really, at the end of the day, you don't need really supplements, especially when you're first starting out. 100%. Yeah. All right, so just to recap branching amino acids, first off, it's redundant, especially if you're eating a balanced diet. Number two, it's pricey uh, by a lot. And finally, number three, it, there's no conclusive evidence that it even is effective. Nice, yeah, I would agree. Anything else you want to add to that? No, that's it. <laughs> All right, moving on to number two. Do you mind if I take number two? Let's take number two. Yeah. All right, number two. We're going to be talking about, uh, what was it? Glutamine. <laughs> this is this kind of branches off. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought, but yeah. it's because it's so similar. It's, it's actually very related towards branched chain amino acids. It's a non-essential amino acid, but uh, I think glutamine really falls in the same category where there's no conclusive evidence. There's, I mean, at least for the price, that point that you're going to pay for it. Um, uh, if you're eating a balanced diet, same thing. You know, that should be priority number one, and also the price point. Yeah, I think glutamine kind of caught on because like specific athletes used it and had recovery tools with it. Yes. And because of that, they pitched it into a market and people were able to capitalize on it. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I will say like, you know, you're, if you take glutamine, yeah, you might actually feel pretty good the first couple of days you take glutamine and mm -hmm. get it in the system, but then your body's going to start to compensate for it. And then it's just not going to work in terms of your system. Right. So then you're taking, you're spending money on a supplement that's essentially you're just peeing out. Yeah. Right. You're not using into your system. Yeah. And I think glutamine is actually even more expensive than glutamine is super expensive than branching amino acids. Yes. For like a, a small little tub, I think they sell at the thing for glutamine. It's like 50 to 60 bucks at most. Yeah. Not worth, stores, not worth it, <laughs> which is really small. But I mean, at the end of the day, like glutamine isn't going to help you in terms of you sure you might see results right away. So I'm not going to say it's not going to help anybody. Right. Yeah. But everyone's different. And then for the majority of people, not the minority, it's just, we're going to pee it out. It's just an excess thing that we're putting in our system that isn't helping us right. in terms of where we're at. So there's no real stimulus or benefit for the majority of people. So I would say it's not worth the money. And for the hype that it gets, I would say it's not worth the hype. Either. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's overrated. Not necessarily yeah. mean that it's not, it's bad. It's just highly overrated. I honestly, I would honestly tell you that like increasing your sleep by two, like two to three hours will give you better benefits than taking glutamine. Yeah. And like, eating more protein and I, that, protein that, and more sleep yeah. is like the recipe for everything. <laughs> so I think that's kind of where I'm looking at that and going, well, it's, it's free for me to sleep two more hours. It's like 60 bucks for me to take glutamine. I'd, I'd rather sleep for two yeah, hours. Right. You know me. I like sleep better than glutamine anyways. <laughs> yeah. no, no offense to glutamine. It's delicious. All right. So just to recap, Oh, sorry, Dan, you have any final thoughts on no, glutamine? That's all I had. Perfect. Yep. So just to recap everybody is that on glutamine, definitely overrated because first off, there's no conclusive evidence. It may help help you may not help you but there's nothing that points to where it's a hundred percent effective number two more expensive than branch chain amino acids so another reason to avoid it and finally number three is that just like danny said that you'll most likely uh, pass most of it through your urine and you know what's the point of taking something if you're just gonna just gonna pass Waste through it. like yeah. water all right let's move on to number three danny why don't you take number three yeah so number three for me would be i think electrolytes right nice. so i, I saw it out there I think electrolytes, like it's very overrated kind of system, right? Um, there's other supplements that you could be taking on a natural basis and a natural path that could increase your hydration, that could help you with your recovery. And I think the second part for me with electrolytes is there's no way to see what your imbalance or your electrolyte default would be. Yeah. Right? Like that's a good point. If you came into like a clinic, I mean, I could ask like a blood test you would be the mm -hmm. only way I can think of it. Who's going to do that to figure those things out, right? Like, Would that even be worth it? Right. Like, would that even be worth it? And oh, is that water you're getting that's like 
750 a bottle for a liter of water is that that much better than the two dollar bottle of water that you're having at yeah. the end of the day yeah there's I, other supplements i could add to this to increase my hydration capacity over this electrolyte debate yeah and i've been seeing this a lot on social media too and i i mean people the electrolytes are really hyped up right now it's kind of like the thing they're coming back yeah, yeah and it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm it's confusing though because i'm like well that's great and all but when you're first starting out or even if you are experienced that there's much more important things that you should be focusing on before adding in electrolytes at all. And how many people are actually training enough and sweating enough to where they actually need it? I think right now <laughs> it's pretty hot outside. It is hot. No, but I mean, I, I, I just think there's other avenues for hydration paths that we can get into where you could be taking these supplements where you should be taking these supplements where you regulate your, your natural pH balance over taking like an excessive amount of something that you can't even measure. Like, you know what I mean? Like essentially you're buying a thought that I can't show you that works. Yes. Like, you know that's I mean? a good, that's a good, you point. know what I mean? Like, Hey, this water has electrolyte. We'll prove it. Well, it's see-through. I can't, it's like, well, okay. How do I know if it's working? Yeah. Well, you don't just have to trust me. Yeah. Now it feels like snake oil. Like, and now ju- I feel just like because I just, it says electrolytes in there doesn't, they don't tell you how much. You right. Know? Exactly. <laughs> like you literally could have like, you know, one. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Is it a three to one ratio? Like, is it a two to one ratio? Like, well, what does electrolyte do in terms of like, you know, um, your iron content, things like that, right? Like right. we, we don't know these things. So, and, and the way to know would be like to get a blood test in terms of where we're at to check your like mineral sip, like yeah. things, right? Like, so it's just, to me, it seems it's very over, it's very popular right now. It's making its way back. I think cause it's hot and we're all look, and people hate to drink water. Number one. Yeah. So any way that we can get out of drinking water, <laughs> that's like, a good point. We'll do anything. It's, it's it. kind of like the same thing that I said earlier about the branch chain amino acids. It's like, you're paying for flavored water. Yeah. It's like, now we're doing the same thing. Yeah. It's just the electrolytes are in it instead of branch chain amino acids. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to say to wrap things up? Not with that. No. Okay. So just to recap on electrolytes, electrolytes are overrated because well, first off, you're probably not sweating enough or working out hard enough to where you actually need it. Number two, we have no idea how much you actually need per pound of body weight. Or is that correct, Danny? Or yeah, I mean, I would say pound per uh, per pound body weight. We couldn't tell you, or we also couldn't tell you based on your pH differential as well. Yeah, and that would require a blood test. You said correct. Yeah, yeah. So is that really worth it? <laughs> yeah, would you? I mean. Maybe we should go get a blood test now. No, not worth it. <laughs> so, so that is why we think that electrolytes are overrated. We actually have a bonus one that I actually want to talk about. This one wasn't on Danny's list, but it was on mine. And it is uh, fat burners. I think yeah. fat burners are extremely overrated. And this is something that I've okay. gotten off recently. I have been using them and I saw no significant change. Say it's not so. I know, I know. I'm so, sorry, but at least, at least I'm admitting it. Yeah. <laughs> so fat clean. burners, you mean caffeine? Fat burners, like... Because uh, like, that's like what most of them are. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> that's exactly what they are. It's like so, literally loaded up with a ton of caffeine. Yeah. Like uh, green tea extract and L-carnitine. Yeah. Which L-carnitine is sold as like a fat-converting, burning kind of supplement. Yeah. L-carnitine has other other properties to it. Yeah. Right? I would say it's not just solely a uh, fat burner, but it, we, with mix, like with certain mixes, it definitely can um, improve your metabolism. Yes. But again... If you ever look at any kind of fat burner that you're taking, there's always a caffeine intake to it. And it's high caffeine. It's really high caffeine. It's like 300 milligrams. Yeah. It's going to be like an excessive amount, like above. And like, I think they, they'll, they'll pitch it as like a cup of coffee. Like, well, if you have a cup of coffee, you can have this metabolic. Here's the thing with that. It doesn't kick in right away for the caffeine that you have. Yep. Right. Cause it's got to like process out through your, your system. So right away, you're going to not notice it necessarily until like a, a little bit ways. And like, 
I think it's up to like 30 to an hour. Like it kicks in a little bit. Right. Right. And then what it does is it escalates your heart rate. Yeah. And then you start really to like, does. and then you start having these nervous sweats <laughs> yeah. and anxiety. And like then I like had. your system thinks it's under attack and you start sweating. And that's essentially how fat burners work. And that works for some people like that. Like some people need that kind of stimulus to get moving. Like, but I'm talking, we're, we're, we're at the extremes of like people in the world. Right. Yeah. Right. For the rest of us, just being active, just eating, just drinking a regular amount of caffeine is actually going to help us out in terms yeah. of where we're at. So, hundred percent, it's just loaded with. You're just essentially paying for caffeine. And plus, there's other stimulants in these. I will say this: like, if you ever read the labels, there's a reason they don't tell you the label. Like, they they'll why they'll, it says proprietary. Yeah, proprietary <laughs> blend. What is in proprietary blend? They're not going to give out the stimulants. And also, keep in mind, anything you buy from uh, like GNC, Vitamin Shop, that kind of health food store is not regulated by the FDA. Yes. So they can put that's whatever the hell should, they want in yeah. there. Yeah. We should have started with that with the yeah, podcast just, just to let everyone yeah. know. But yeah, hey, that's surprise. Like, <laughs> that's a good that's a good for that's a good place to just reiterate. Yes, supplement the supplement industry is not regulated by the FDA. It is not really I mean they put pro- pro- proprietary blends in quotes <laughs> uh, on on it just so they can pretty much throw whatever the crap they want in there. There's a reason like I you know, you guys can look this up. It's CrossFit does a an okay job at it. The USA Olympic team does a really good job at it. The NFL, the uh, major league baseball do a really good job at posting out what is not allowed to be bought over the counter. Mm. And they have their reasons why. Yeah. So if you ever go and like, you can Google this stuff up and look at it, it will tell you why this stuff is not allowed to be like taken by a professional athlete. Yes. But yet we can sell it to everyday athletes and be like, Oh, I hope it works. Yep. Right. Like America. Some stuff's good. I'm not going to say like I buy stuff from GNC too. Like I have my regular brand and things like that, but there are, I'm very picky about like new things that I take and, or don't take. Right. So yep. I will say like, you do have to, <laughs> do you have to read the ingredients and you do have to like, look it up. That's the only way you can be sure. Yeah. Great point. So just to recap, recap, fat burners, again, a waste of money loaded with 100%. loaded with caffeine and proprietary blends that we have no idea what's actually in there. And there's a lot of chemicals and stuff there that are not healthy. And uh, again, it's not regulated by the FDA and it could be very dangerous if you're not doing it under the supervision of a professional. All right. Well, I think we're done with overrated. You ready to move into underrated? Yeah, let's go underrated. Let's bang this out. Let's okay. This Number one, I'm going to say vitamin D. Okay. That's a good one. Good I think start. vitamin D is underrated. Strong start. I think, I think California where we're based out of, it's not nearly as much of a problem, but when I was, I can tell you that people who live in East coast, areas, yeah, Midwest, East coast yep. North, Pacific Northwest during yep. the winter, you know, Alaska yep. during dark winter. <laughs> so take it, Danny. Yeah. Give I mean, me your thoughts on vitamin D. Vitamin D is a man. We need, we need a lot of vitamin D in your social, like in your life in general. Right. Vitamin D affects your mood. Vitamin D affects your overall lymph, like lymphomic system and your ability to fight off disease. Like vitamin D increases your immune system, right? What is vitamin D? That increases em. your serotonin levels. Yeah, increases your serotonin, which is the happy hormone essentially. Right. It's sunshine. Vitamin yep. D is yep. sunshine, guys. Like so getting sunshine in your system is been like Ryan Uberman is the master at looking these things up. Yeah. Ryan Uberman has been doing the most research on this. He is very adamant about getting like from the moment you wake up, if you get uh, like seven to 10 minutes of straight sunshine into your eyes, right? Like to open your, don't look directly in the sun, but like get sunshine <laughs> directly into your eye, like get opening up your eyes, get outside, get sunshine on your skin. 
it has vast effects on your mood, has vast effects on your ability to like your immune system, right? So if you people who feel depressed or have like um, hormonal issues, right, have been known like by doing this kind of treatment, have been able to improve those effects. People who have like been um, had autoimmune system disease and things like that, been able to improve these effects, right? Like this is stuff that he's been researching for years now. So this has been a big, big thing. Vitamin D is like very underrated because we take it for granted. If you yes. live, you know, I lived in Hawaii, I lived in California. I would tell you like, I, I could not get, like I could care less about the sun because I feel like I'm in the sun all the time. Yes. But if I was somewhere else, I think it would definitely change the way I would feel. Yeah, I agree. So like, I mean, I grew up in Seattle and I know for a fact that I was not getting enough vitamin D, especially during like, you know, during the winter time. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I finally moved down to Southern California, that during the winter time I was so much happier and I'm like, wow, like people down here are so much happier during the winter. I wonder why. <laughs> and it was definitely because like, well, the sun's out during the winter and I'm outside more in the winter and yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm more active and everything. I'm happier. So that's a significant reason why I decided not to go back to the Pacific Northwest. I agree. It's dark up there. <laughs> it is very dark up there. And, and not to mention that vitamin D, I mean, in terms of a cost ratio is that it's technically free. I mean, yeah, you just go outside and you get it. Go outside or as yeah. early as you can and get, and get some sun. So let's kind of recap vitamin D. First off, it boosts your serotonin levels, which is the happy hormone. Uh, two, it's free. And three, do you want to take number three, Danny? Yeah. Can it, give me a third one. It improves your overall mood and health. Yes. Right? Like that just, it improves your immune system and improves your overall um, ability to be happy and just manage your, your, your social situation outside. Okay. Awesome. All right. We got two more to go. Number two, do you want to take it? Yeah, take I would it. say salt. Salt, okay. I would throw salt out there, yeah. Interesting, I like it. Salt's very underrated. It's very villainized in the overall media, right? Too much salt's a bad thing. I feel like I've had people come in and tell me that all the time. But salt is one of the best hydration factors inside your body, right? So taking like table salt or salt packets or things like that and increasing, like putting that in your water versus your electrolytes, I think will improve your overall hydration levels. It's, you know, your body sweats, your body doesn't just sweat liquid, it sweats out potassium, sodium, right? And those things need to be replenished, right? And some of the drinks that they have out there, like a Gatorade, a Powerade, like those things that have the have high concentration of potassium or sodium have high concentration of sugar. So what we need is salt inside the system. Salt can help manage your body, help maintain or regulate your water maintaining inside your system so you can sweat more or sweat more efficiently and then you're not losing as much energy as you work out. Right, awesome. And I know that Andrew Huberman, like we mentioned in this whole serotonin thing, is a very av big advocate of this as well. Yeah, he's big about it. Peter Atia is big about it. Yeah, like, Peter, Dr. Peter Atia is very big about there's it. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of people out there who are working like on this. The reason salt's villainized in the world is because salt is a very good um, keeper of uh, materials. Mm -hmm. So like fast food restaurants can put high amounts of salt inside their burgers or fries, or whatever it is to uh, maintain flavor or freshness inside of it. Mm -hmm. Of course, when you eat a, 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 a delicious, you know, in and out burger and you're like, yes, that was amazing. You look down, you just had like 7,000 milligrams of sodium. Yeah. That's probably not good for you. That's why salt's like villainized yeah. because people eat that twice a day, every day, seven mm -hmm. days a week, multiple years. And then they don't of course exercise. You're going to have blockups, right? Yeah. You don't have exercise. Athletes who are healthy, right? People who are in the active world of getting recovery, who increase their like uh, table salt a day inside their water, like it's not a lot. It's about a thousand milligrams total inside your day. Increase their ability to 
gain muscle and work out. Awesome. I love it, Danny. That was a, that was a great explanation of salt. And I agree with you. That's highly underrated. Uh, why don't you give us like our top three recap for salt? All right. So again, salt, very underrated, um, supplement to use, right? Very uh, cost effective, very, right? cost, very cheap, very cost effective, right? It is villainized in the world, but salt does help in terms of keeping hydration and, uh, may, uh, regulating our sweat intake. Awesome. Love it. All right, buddy, let's move on to, uh, this is my one. This is my, this is the third one. And I'm going to say magnesium. I was going to, I would have put magnesium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Magnesium. I was kind of debating between magnesium and probiotics, but I think magnesium is more important because magnesium is very important. I think it's more important because it does aid in digestion as well, along with probiotics. And I think that magnesium is more versatile because it's, if, if you guys don't know this, magnesium is responsible for over 300 biochemical processes in the body. And it, it helps not only with muscle contraction, but also muscle relaxation. And yep. magnesium is actually one of my favorite supplements because it's cheap, it's effective, and it helps me sleep at night. And your body needs magnesium on a regular basis, yes. too. It's like one of the common elements in, found inside your system. Mm-hmm. So taking magnesium actually helps regulate other avenues of your body. Going back to glutamine, what, why is glutamine overrated? Well, because if you take magnesium, which is a cheaper product, which mm-hmm. your body naturally will make, you'll recover just as the same as you would be taking glutamine. Yeah. Essentially, right? And also something that a lot of people don't know is that when you're under high levels of stress, whether that be from training or just life, that your magnesium levels will, will naturally deplete. So by supplementing with magnesium, you'll actually be able to counteract some of the mag- the magnesium being depleted from your system. I agree. Like magnesium, there's a lot of benefits and it's very cost effective. Like you can get uh, a 30, like a, a 30 day magnesium, like a capsulet or powder, right? That you have for, I don't know, like less than 30 bucks. I think you can find it at most oh. health resorts. Oh yeah. On Amazon. Yeah. I get mine on Amazon for yeah. like 25 bucks. It yeah. lasts me like almost a month and a half. Yeah. So, so it's, it's very cost efficient and it's very effective in terms of what we have going on. Yeah. Magnesium yeah. Is, is definitely underrated. Uh, so just to recap magnesium, it supports energy production. It supports not only muscle contractions, but also muscle relaxation and also improves your sleep and is responsible for over 300 bio- biochemical processes in the body. It also does help with aids in digestion as well. So yeah. you're getting a lot of benefits with a very, um, with a very minimal cost supplement, which is mm-hmm. outstanding. All right, Danny, any final thoughts before we wrap things up here? Yeah, I would throw out one more. Okay, what right. is that? I actually have two more, but I'll make it quick for you. Okay, make it quick. I think very over or very underrated, right? Creatine, right? I don't. I wouldn't say creatine's underrated. I just think it's underutilized. Well, however you want to put it, I feel like there's been enough studying. Creatine is the most number one studied supplement that we've ever had, like in terms of like the last thirty to forty years, and it has the most benefits to your system. So if you're looking to take a supplement that's going to increase your weight, like your, your weight capacity of like strength, if you want to take a supplement that's going to increase your explosive capacity or your like speed capacity, creatine is the easiest, cheapest supplement to get in terms of that. Uh, it's also one of the more safer supplements that we know now, right? Because of how to use it. Like there was a lot of miscommunication back 20, 30 years ago. But now that it's been, like I said, it's the most studied thing in the world. Mm, so I agree. it's the most used supplement out there. Yeah. So I feel like that is one of those supplements that like people are like, ah, I don't need that. I don't get too bulky where it's like mm-hmm. you naturally produce creatine and you need and, you, creatine definitely helps muscle function. Right. 
creatine actually goes into your ATP system, which is your, your energy system, things like that to help you recover. So if you're going to spend on a supplement, if you're looking for a supplement, like you need something right to help you out. Cause you're just not recovering, right? Magnesium one creatine two, I think could do a lot for you in terms yeah. of where they're at there. Yeah. Also guys don't worry about buying anything expensive with the creatine. You just need real basic creatine monohydrate creatine five grams monohydrate, a day. Yeah. You don't need to load it. You don't need to do anything special with it. Just, just read the instructions. Yep. Creatine <laughs> monohydrate is the cheapest one you can get, get that yeah. one and take five grams per day. That's all you yeah. need. And that's, that's a great point. I mean, like it's very out there. It's very used. It's very thrown. And I think the last one I would like, just to recap, mm -hmm. you need it for your system. Very cheap, very inexpensive. It is cheap. And a cheap. lot of good benefits that go with it. hundred percent. And I think my last one I would throw out there is fish oil. Like you could take fish oil. I would <clears> recommend fish oil high, highly to a lot of people just in general, because fish oil does so many good things for your joints and for your recovery. I think it's mixed with magnesium it has the best potential as a recovery intake for you oh yeah it's great for your cardiovascular system it's anti-inflammatory helps with your um it helps with your heart health um it helps lubricate the joints as well so yeah. it's it's I, I i wouldn't say fish oil is underrated i would say lump it in the same thing as creatine where i don't think it does enough people use it yeah but i think there's enough knowledge and research out there where people know that they should be using. I would, well, I would throw those two out there is like, cause a lot of people will get a fat burner, a pre-workout, something like that yeah, before where they, they get fish oil or where they, before they would think about taking a fish oil supplement exactly. or a protein supplement. So that's, to me, in terms, when you talk to athletes who are looking to work out and get recovery and things like that, who are interested in the supplement side of things, who are ready for that. When you sell them like, well, t do you take fish oil? They almost scoff at you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What? Yeah, exactly. No, so, no, because it doesn't sound, it doesn't, it doesn't have a, a trendy name to it. Like when you say fish oil, like, why would I take that? Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. If it was like bucked up oil, we'd probably be chugging it right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and not to mention fish oil is relatively inexpensive. It's probably, it's more expensive than creatine, but it, then again, it has a huge bang for your buck and it also helps with brain function. Right. Um, the omega three fatty acids are also, uh, essential and your body can't produce it. So you actually do need to intake that. That's actually, yeah. I would say that's a required supplement. I would, I mean, I would tell anyone, if you're like listening to this podcast and you're like at any age and you're looking to get back into fitness or like take your fitness up, you know, I would tell you to go down the basics, right? Vitamin D, magnesium, and fish oil. If you had those three things in your system right now with a healthy, balanced diet, you would do wonders for your body. That's, in terms a, that, of that's a great point. And that, that would be a, um, on my list too. That, those would be my top three of the only one. If I could only take three for the rest of my life, it'd be those three. Well, yeah. If I was like, if I wasn't working out every day, if like, if I was just being an, an, an active individual doing whatever I like to do in life, those are the three things. Like I tell my parents who are in their seventies, I'm like, you guys should be taking these three things every day. Yes. 100%. Right. Like they're not very active people, but they're just looking for longevity. So yeah. that's what I would recommend at, at any age for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of recap on the entire podcast, everybody, that su the supplement industry is a huge industry that relies on just selling you guys a bunch of flavored water, essentially. And we don't want that. We, want, we don't want you guys to waste your money. So um, if you take anything away from this podcast, I'd say the number one supplement you could be taking today would definitely be fish oil. Um, get outside, get some sun because it's free. So you don't need that as a supplement. But if you're in an area where you don't get much sunlight, vitamin D supplement are very cheap. You can find it at your local grocery store. And then finally, magnesium will definitely help you relax, sleep and reduce stress and help with all those functions of your body. Anything else, said, Danny? Nope. Couldn't have said it better. I love it. Great podcast. Awesome. So thank you everybody for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. Feel free to send us your questions at Red Wolf CrossFit on our Instagram page. We'd love to get some more topics to talk to you about. Until next time, good luck. Have fun. Nailed, Nailed it. it.